This episode has extremely graphic content and is not advised for anyone under 18. If you do not have headphones in, please be advised of your surroundings. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, what's up? My name is Harmony and today I have got a very recent case that I'm going to tell you about. It's very very sad and it it was really hard to get all the information kind of in a order so please bear with me because it's it's still very 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 much going on and a lot of it had been delayed due to how much there is involved so without any further ado let's go ahead and talk about the murder of Cynthia Hoffman on June 2nd 2019 Cynthia Hoffman, or Cece, as she was known to her friends and family, was brutally murdered. She was shot in the head and tossed into a river. But who did this to her? It was the very people that she trusted. It were her friends. Cynthia Hoffman had a learning disability, leaving her at the intellectual operating level of a seventh grader. So she did struggle a bit in school, and after switching schools and getting tutors, she put in the work and determination and graduated from service high in 2018. Cynthia was working on getting her driver's permit, and after that, her license, with a goal of receiving her father's 2002 Ford Focus, which was just about to be obtained by her before her death. Cynthia was a girl that just really wanted to be accepted, and feel as though she belonged, and just have friends. To Cynthia, there was no such thing as too many friends. Sadly, the very people that Cynthia called friends would be those that would take her life. One of those friends was Cynthia's best friend, 18-year-old Denali Bremer. Denali and another homeless teenager, Caden McIntosh, brought Cynthia out to Thunderbird Falls under the illusion that they were all going out for a hike. They then bound Cynthia with duct tape, tortured her, and then shot her in the back of the head, then pushed her body into the river. They took her purse and ID and burned it, in hopes to try to get rid of any of the evidence. Two days later, Cynthia's body was found in the river. By the way, I want to apologize because there is yard work going on at my apartments right now, so I apologize if you guys can hear that in the background. As far as the police could tell, Cynthia had not been sexually assaulted, which is very important. We'll discuss why. But before that, what could possibly even be the motive to kill 19-year-old Cynthia? What could ever make someone do this? How about if your internet boyfriend offers to pay you $9 million to kill someone? With that, let's jump into the motive behind this horrible, horrible slaying. Denali Bremer had been talking to a guy on the internet for about three weeks, but not just any guy, a millionaire named Tyler. You see, Tyler offered Denali $9 million to murder someone and then send him pictures and video of the act. Denali then gets friends to help her with the murder, Caden McIntosh and a few others who were underage, so the two we're mainly going to focus on in this group are Caden and Denali. I just wanted you all to have the facts and know it wasn't just those two though. So Denali basically tells them that she is going to get $9 million and that she will cut them in, you know, give them a piece of the pie. But in order to get the money, she just had to do one small thing, help murder a girl. Then send pictures and video of the whole thing to her online millionaire boyfriend, Tyler. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy, right? 
Now, I can't really tell you much about all the kids that are involved in the murder for millions, but one kid named Caleb was charged with providing the car and being involved in the plot. There are two others, but because they are minors, you, you can't really find much. Now, this is just my opinion, and feel free to disagree. As opinions are like assholes, everybody has one. But I don't think that minors should be withheld about their involvement when they are involved in the plot and brutal torture and execution of someone who, until their very last minutes, trusted them. Seriously, like, get the fuck out of here with that. That's pure evil and vile, and they shouldn't be able to hide behind their age or, you know, the fact that they're, they're not an adult I don't I don't agree with that if you're old enough to think that you can plan a murder and take photos and videos of you torturing someone then disposing of the evidence in hopes that you get nine million dollars you're a contract killer my dude and uh, I'm just saying you don't have the right to stay anonymous if you're caught again that's just my opinion so let's continue on so let's talk about this millionaire boyfriend, Tyler, who is financing this whole murder. I am going to shock you guys. I know you would never, ever, ever think this. He was not a millionaire named Tyler, as he claimed at all, actually. I know, I know, that's, I am fucking shocked. No one ever lies on the internet. <laughs> oh my gosh, I know you guys are all gasping like I just did. It's a shock. Tyler was actually Darren Schillmiller, a 21-year-old man from New Salisbury, Indiana. At Darren's request, well, Tyler's, if you ask Denali, he requested for Denali to, quote-unquote, rape and murder someone in Alaska. He also requested that Denali send him pictures and video of all of this, according to court documents. Surprising, also. Darren starts to blackmail Denali with the photos that she sent. Denali didn't apparently follow through 100% with what he originally requested. So due to this, he used the evidence that he did have on her to blackmail her and tell her that she now has to do other things that he wants her to do, since initially she didn't give him what he had asked for. So obviously, Darren not only is just a, a piece of shit garbage person that is into murder and rape and will pay people, quote unquote, by faking to be a person that can, just to see this. He's also now going to blackmail Denali. Um, again, I'm not saying Denali is a, a good person. She agreed to do all of it and follow through. So let's, let's continue. According to court documents, Darren directed Denali to sexually assault an eight or nine-year-old and a 15-year-old and to send him the videos of these acts. So besides, uh, you know, a catfish and uh, someone trying to get someone else to murder someone and rape them, now let's add a pedophile. Oh God, this guy is disgusting. Again, though, by the way, you know, Denali did follow through and do what he asked. Denali also did think that this was Tyler and he's gonna give her all this money. I am not giving her an excuse, I'm just stating this is her reasoning. Again, the reasoning is flawed. Police ended up discovering a video of the 15-year-old. Yeah, guys, this shit gets real dark, I'm sorry. Denali had carried through with the acts requested on the 15-year-old. 
So now the stories from those involved are a little bit conflicting, but here's what I can tell you. Caden is the person who ultimately shot and killed Cynthia. And according to Denali, they had actually just planned to uh, tie each other up and take pictures and videos. It wasn't actually supposed to end in real murder. But apparently, according to her, Caden just grabbed the gun and just shot Cynthia in the head. Yeah, you see, Denali says that they actually planned this to be like a, they all knew, even Cynthia knew she was in on it. And it was all just so that they could get the money, you know, that there was, there was never supposed to be an actual murder. Caden just, I guess, got excited and grabbed the gun and shot Cynthia. You know, it's not like there was an actual proven plot. No, and that there's proof Cynthia didn't know. No. No, not according to Denali. Can you believe that? I mean, I don't. It's apparent Denali has no issue doing these heinous acts to others. We know this. And I highly doubt it is anything other than what the evidence is showing. That basically, in total, five teens truly believe that this Tyler guy, Denali's online boyfriend, would send them $9 million to rape torture and kill someone. And sadly, Cynthia was an easy target. I honestly don't think that it mattered to them that they were killing Cynthia because they were, they were going to be millionaires. And that's the only focus that they had that was driving them. Also, spoiler alert, they never received any money. I, like not, not even before, none. Apparently, Darren, aka Tyler, and Denali had been planning this for about three weeks. This was absolutely premeditated and completely thought out. Darren also told Denali that he needed this and that he needed to see child pornography. So basically, he needed them to do this and that she had to get this for him. So... I'm going to pause really fast and say a few little things here on this. One, when I do this kind of research, it, it, it's truly disturbing to me to see how disgusting some people as humans really are when I come across like the darkest parts of humanity in the research for this podcast. You know, some, some people really are grotesque. And another thing, with these kids that ag agreed to do all of this, you know, because they, their goal was to get millions of dollars and they never did get a dime and no money was ever exchanged. But that also, you know, they're doing these things like a, a contract killer, basically. And again, kids, guys, I do enough research into this stuff to know that there are a lot of contract killers out there. I myself don't really know how the inner workings of that, uh, I guess, villainous career style is, but I'm pretty sure, according to my research, that when the cops stand up as a fake hitman, uh, there's like a down payment. You know, I, I don't know of a lot of hitmen otherwise, like the, the stuff that isn't caught, but there's a down payment of exchange. So, I mean, they just did this blindly and in good faith that this other teenager that they've never met, never known, was only online, had all this money. I was going to, I don't know. Come on, kids. Kids, come on. Didn't you, don't you, don't you just, I don't know. Okay, sidetracked. Let's continue on. Now, clearly, Darren is a pedophile 
and also gets excited about the torture and rape and assault and death of others, including minors. He seems to get off on this kind of like torture and suffering. It's completely sick and sadistic. Now, let's go to June 2nd, 2019, the day of the crime. Cynthia left her house to spend time with her friends and just go out and have a great time. Her father, Timothy, believed that she was going to the movies or even the mall with her friends. Then hours passed, and as evening approached, Timothy hadn't heard from his daughter. This is when he began to worry. By the way, you guys might hear my dog snoring in the background. I apologize. Um, he gets really loud when he snores. It's adorable. I'm just apologizing in case it's a little bit loud in your ear. Um, I had a emergency with him this weekend. He is great. He is good, but he is on medicine, so it makes him a little tired. So let's go ahead and jump back in. I just wanted you guys to know that in case you hear a weird, like, little snore in the background. <laughs> so Cynthia wasn't answering her phone, and he kept calling, and he states that no matter what, if you've done anything wrong or anything, daddy's never mad at you. This is what he said in an interview. So then night falls, and around 11.30 p.m., Timothy still hadn't heard from Cynthia, feeling as though something was truly wrong, because this was not usual. Like, his daughter wasn't answering her calls, and she wasn't contacting him back in any way. So he calls the police. Now, although he was told to wait 24 hours to report his daughter missing, he only waited about 12, because... He couldn't, he couldn't wait anymore. He had to call back. There was too much going on. You know, she does have a learning disability. She is not responding. This was very unlike her. So he just pushed and it, they began. Now, side note, when Timothy first told police of Cynthia's disability, they didn't really take him seriously. Because if they had, they would have jumped into action immediately. And sadly, that still would have been too late. Now, Timothy really felt uneasy and he was extremely worried. He decided to not just sit back and wait for the police to jump into action. He went out and searched for his daughter. It was during this time while he was out searching through the woods and town that he heard from Cynthia's best friend, Denali. According to Timothy, Denali had come over a few times and Cynthia, she would go hang out and stay the night with Denali as well. They were inseparable with Cynthia even posting photos to her Instagram of them together and in goofy poses. To Cynthia, Denali absolutely was her best friend. Now, apparently Timothy knew her as Angela or Angel, I'm not positive, and I couldn't really find out how or why he knew her as that, so I don't really want to assume or speculate on that reason, um, so... But according to a few sources, this is the name that he knew her as. When Denali texted Timothy, she mentioned that she was concerned for Cynthia's safety and that Cynthia had been ignoring her. She called and texted saying, I hope she's all right. I hope nothing's happened to her. <sighs> My God, people are really, really crap. Then, as we know, on June 4th, two days later, police found Cynthia's body on the bank of a river. She was discovered in a creek near Thunderbird Falls in Eagle River on the outskirts of Anchorage, Alaska. Cynthia's hands and feet had been bound with duct tape, which had also been wrapped around her head, covering her mouth, and she had been fatally shot in the back of the head. Then, on June 6th, police identified one of the people who were responsible, Denali Bremer. 
According to documents, Cynthia's death was the brainchild of Denali, who believed a man that she met on the internet and thought to be a millionaire would pay her a fortune to film and carry out a murder. So what happened exactly? On June 2nd, Bremer and McIntosh picked up Cynthia and they drove her out to Thunderbird Falls in the falsehood or illusion that they were going to go on a hike. They then set out along the bank of a river and they stopped at a clearing, making it so Cynthia could not escape. And then Caleb shot her one time in the back of the head. Evidence shows that throughout this murder and torture going on, Denali was actually in touch with Darren, or Tyler, communicating with and sending videos and photographs of the events surrounding the incidents, according to the same court documents. They then burned some of Cynthia's clothing, cell phone, ID, and purse, then left her body in the river. This is when Denali texted Timothy, saying that Cynthia had been dropped off at Pola Park, now at this point, he still believed that Angela, aka Denali, was truly Cynthia's best friend, but it was clear that she was only trying to cover her tracks. According to police, Denali told them that her, Caleb, and Cynthia had gone to Thunderbird Falls to take pictures of each other wrapped in duct tape and that she had no idea that Caleb would end up shooting Cynthia. After a search warrant was obtained for Denali's home, they found child pornography in plain view, according to a criminal complaint filed by the FBI. A then second warrant led investigators to learn that the child pornography had been embedded to text messages between her and a number that she had put in her phone and it belonged to Babe, or as we know, Tyler, who lived in Kansas. Denali said that she was directed by Tyler to sexually assault two minors and that she took the videos on her phone at his direction. Gonna go buy weed first, Denali wrote to Tyler, or Babe, as she had him in his phone. While they discussed the approaching assault they were planning, with Denali saying, I want to get her high first so she doesn't fight me. But remember, guys... It wasn't premeditated, it was, she was in on it, remember, remember, according to Denali. After Denali found out that Tyler was not a millionaire and that she had been catfished by Darren, this is when she shared of the other assaults completely that she had been asked to carry out. That's right, Denali did not know this until after she was arrested. She really thought that Tyler was real. Later in a conversation with Darren, AKA Tyler, he wrote, I wish I had never made a deal with you in the first place. We can meet, but once I see a cop, I am telling him or her that I made you rape people and kill Cece, according to investigators. Now, the FBI was unable to find evidence of the younger victim's assault, and there was no evidence that Cynthia had been raped or assaulted sexually as Darren had requested. Timothy has been really open with media sharing all he can about his amazing daughter, telling of how trusting and genuinely kind that Cynthia was. That if someone was playing a game with her, she would genuinely believe that it was just a game until it went too far. This makes him believe that this is exactly what she believed in her last minutes of being alive. He says, and I quote, 
I believe she thought it was a game until it went too far. I can't get the picture out of my head. See, in her father Timothy's version of events, it would have taken until the duct tape was placed around Cynthia's head for her to realize that this wasn't a game and something was really wrong. All of the teens involved are charged with conspiracy and murder charges. Darren and Denali also face federal child pornography charges with Darren being extradited to Alaska. In January of 2020, a judge ordered the second rescheduling of a discovery hearing for Denali, Caden, Caleb, and Darren, with the initial hearing being scheduled for October 2019 at which time attorneys have requested an extension to fully analyze the 160 pages of information released to the case. It seems as though it may be a bit before a trial is set. When pressed about the volume of new information when prosecutors handed over 56 gigabytes of material to the defense team, Anchorage Assistant District Attorney Patrick McKay told the judge that it would amount to more than 100 thousand pages if printed out in PDF format. That even one cell phone extraction by itself is over 60,000 pages, according to Patrick. The next date was set for April 28, 2020. Now, I couldn't find anything more about what is going on with the trial. I am sure the pandemic really did have a hand in this not moving as fast, and that's topped with the mounds of evidence. I will keep you all up to date when I have more as this case does continue. Timothy Hoffman, he has vowed to attend every court appearance until the trial is finished, as he is now the voice of his daughter, Cynthia. So this was today's case. And as more comes out, as I said, I will keep you guys up to date. If there are any cases or creepy internet mysteries, anything that you guys would like me to do some research into or share, let me know by sending me a message on my email, which is the best way to reach me. That is at what the actual F harmony at gmail.com. And uh, I look forward to bringing you guys the next episode. So I'll talk to you then. Have a great day. Love you guys and stay safe.